Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I'm committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. This is episode 62, and I am going to share with you some ups and downs, highs and lows of these past four years being a sleep consultant. So I have been doing this since 2015, and I have to tell you that even still, I cannot believe it's been only four years. And sometimes at the same time, I feel like it's been four years years. You know what I mean? So some highs and lows have definitely happened and there have been countless families that have just stuck in my brain. And today I'm just going to share some of the unique ones and unique challenges and just some some takeaways that I even hope that so many of you, you take. Um, because I, I happen to know so many of you guys listening are your own business owners. You run your own small business. Um, you're working home moms, you're part-time moms, you're corporate moms, whatever, wherever you are. I'm so grateful for this audience here. And of course, would not even be on this podcast if I haven't had these four years with you. So we could always start off by just saying thank you to the moon and back. Thank you. So 2015, that is the very first year that I started this journey. And it was in the spring. I remember telling my principal, because I taught elementary school at the time, I remember telling her, hey, I'm not going to be here next year. I'm going to train in a couple of weeks to be a sleep consultant. Oh, by the way, I won't be here for standardized testing. Bye. (laughs) And if you're a teacher, you know what a big deal that is um, for me to not be there for the standardized testing for my students. But I was also science and social studies. So it wasn't the, you know, highest of the risk or highest of the, uh, you know, priority. So it was fine. And I went off to training and I just knew, even though my coworkers were telling me, oh, Becca, that's so sweet. That's okay. You can always come back and work after your girls are, you know, through the preschool years and and you want to come back to teaching. You can always come back. And I thought, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm doing this. And I went to training and I came back. And one of the requirements was that I had to have worked with three families within three months. Well, if you know me, I'm like, uh, no, I'm not doing three families in three months. I'm doing three families in one month. And that's exactly what I did. I literally went to my church. I went to my friends. I went to my Facebook page and I just said, hey, this is what I do now. Um, who wants, who wants to work with me? I I can solve your child's sleep. And yeah, that felt really weird to say very, you know, proudly that I can solve your child's sleep. And to be honest, and this may speak to some of you guys, um, to be honest, I had a lot of friends who just thought that that was so ridiculous that here I was claiming to be able to help this, to be able to do this. And and I'm sure looking back, maybe I was naive, um, but I'm glad that I, I really, I guess the phrase would be fake it till you make it. I'm glad that I really put myself out there like I did because I don't think I would be here today. And so I remember, you know, sharing with friends and family about this is what I can do. And I'm so grateful for actually a coworker of mine who was one of my very first clients. And I worked with her and her son and um, getting him to stay in bed all night long. He was three years old. Um, I'll never forget holding my first check for like 150 bucks with my very first in-home client. And I just love the fact that I I owned it. And I, I also just have to just bluntly share the journey of like, no, I never started out saying like, I cost $400 and this is what I can do for you. No, no. I, I knew that I needed, I needed experience. I knew I needed families to work with. And I think the thing that set me apart from other consultants that had maybe trained with me was that I didn't care who you were. I just wanted to tell you that I could solve your problems. And that, I think that helped me in the long run, just then start to understand who my ideal client was. Um, 
But anyway, so 2015, uh, I remember holding a first check. I remember doing my first in-home. I remember going to the house of my first newborn mom, who she still sends me referrals to this day. So thank you, Allison. Um, I remember doing things for free. And if we pause here for a second, just have to tell you that I will never, ever do any type of free work or free trades again. And the reason for that, and if you are a business owner, you're like, amen, I know. The reason for that is because it never goes the way you want it to. In sleep training, in sleep consulting, you have to have skin in the game. You just do. You can't do things for free because you're never going to actually fulfill what you're supposed to do. If you think about it from um, another aspect, my favorite one to parallel it to is like the gym. If somebody gave you a free month of on-demand workouts on at home, would you really do them? <laughs> Probably not because you didn't pay for it. And so I find that so often and I found that my first year to be a hard lesson that I learned over and over and over and over again um, was just, you know, understanding that what I was doing, it wasn't that I was worthy to be paid. It was that the work that we're going to do together is that this has to be a team and we're going to do this and I'm going to commit to you and we're going to solve your child's sleep. 2015 was also when I was like, you know, putting the, the feelers out to mops groups and, you know, just sharing with everybody. I'm serious. I just went out there and was like, I can solve your sleep problems. What can I do for you? And it was it was an amazing time to learn. And gosh, I was so vulnerable. That's for sure. But I had definitely the two most memorable clients to date, even still four years later. I, I've hinted at the Sprite kid before, and so I'm just going to come back and circle back to the story. Um, but I worked with this family, and I will, you know, sometimes you just remember where you are and where you're standing. I remember standing um, on my front porch at our old house in Louisiana. I remember talking to this mom, and we were on our discovery call, and I said, you know, okay, well, can you explain to me how your child sleeps at nighttime? What, How does she sleep, and what does she do in the nighttime? Does she come to you? And she said, oh, she gets up and gets a can of Sprite and drinks a can of Sprite and goes back to bed. And my jaw literally like dropped to the floor. But of course, on the phone, I'm like, oh, yes. OK, well, tell me more. <laughs> um, and this sweet girl, she was like three and a half, four, um, was just downing Sprite all night long. And so obviously, before we even had to start together, she had to have dental work done, thousands of dollars in dental work. And then we started working. And it was so rewarding. And I have to tell you that the biggest lesson I took away from that was, of course, to never judge a family because that's not what they wanted. They didn't go have a kid and say, I hope she drinks Sprite all night long. No, it was little by little. And I think I realized that that's a big thing of, of even going back to the newborn stage is learning these foundational things so that it doesn't become a gateway to drinking Sprite all night long, right? Um, I'll never also forget, I worked with a family who, uh, she was five at the time. Um, they had lost her baby brother to a heart um heart disease or heart defect. And it was really challenging because mom and dad and um, the daughter were all sleeping together in the family bed and they, they kind of wanted it that way. Um, and so we had to get to the point where we realized that, yes, I know this is really hard. You went through something really traumatic and now we mom realized I'm not being the mom that I want to be because I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted and my daughter is affecting her going to school and we got to change something. And so Working with that family helped me realize that sometimes we know in our heart of hearts that things need to change, but we're not really ready. And so it's like when your brain and your heart are just not quite connected yet, and that's okay because this mom needed me to step with her and to hold her hand and say, okay, but we can do this. And it's not going to be 
as painful as you think. It's actually going to be really rewarding because your daughter wants to sleep all night long. We just have to build that confidence. And so those two stories um, in 2015, I'll never forget either one of those families. Um, and I'm grateful for the experience I gained that year. Um, and 2015 was also when Chad and I were thinking, hey, maybe we could like move. Maybe we don't have to stay in Louisiana. Maybe we could uproot our life and stop all of our teaching careers and and make a, make a change. And so we did. Um, in 2016, we had our second daughter, Hattie. And we just had, I cannot stress enough to you that we had zero plan zero plan. Um, my husband ended his job as a high school band director and we moved from Louisiana to Virginia and lived with my parents for eight months. Um, Chad didn't have a job for a couple of months and honestly, it's a blur. It's a blur to me. I should maybe have him on this podcast to fill you in on like actual things that happened. But the whole time and we moved here to Virginia when my um, youngest Hattie was three weeks old. And so you, you know what that's like, um, you know, it's like having a newborn, you're already in a haze. And then we moved. I don't recommend that just by the way, I don't recommend moving, um, when you have a three week old, but I remember it just flying by. Um, but because Chad wasn't working, this was, you know, my business. I just kept on working. I have never, um, I'm going to circle back to this in just a second, but I have never really said no. Um, I've never said like, no, I'm not going to do that. I can't work with you right now. I'm on maternity leave. Um, and that's a big lesson. I think I definitely should have done that um, to some extent, but I just took clients on and I kept working and I kept going. Um, and I, I will share with you in just the utmost confidence and the utmost just gratefulness that I have actually never not had a client. Never. Um, since 2015, I've always had you know, at least one client up to 10 clients at a time. And uh, I take that as a huge blessing for our business. And I understand that that is nothing by my, by my merit. It's all from God. And I'm grateful for that. But even in that maternity leave season, there was no maternity leave. Um, I just kept on plugging away and Chad was starting to help me. And I remember he said, wouldn't this be crazy if we did this together? And then we laughed because we were like, ha ha ha, that would be crazy. Absolutely crazy. Never happen. And I think that little seed was started to plant in our minds. And then in 2017, we started to really pray about it. Um, we started to pray through like, maybe this would actually happen. And uh, in that blur of year 2016, I, I really cannot for the life of me recall like specific situations. I'm sure if I dug through my files, I could definitely find something for you. Um, but I think the biggest lesson from 2016 was, I started to understand that the confidence that I had because I knew what I knew about sleep and then having our second daughter, I wanted everybody to feel that. And that started to give me this idea for a newborn course. And so in 2017, in the very beginning, like January, February, I started a newborn course. I actually did it live. And this was really fun for me because I got to go back almost to like that classroom setting where I had um, four moms join me for this live course. Um, one girl was from church, one was a dear friend of mine, and then two were from my newsletter and social media. And we we got straight into it and I shared with them everything that I knew about newborns. We met um, once a week and I shared with them like a new lesson, a new strategy, and it was so much fun. I think I realized in that moment that educating moms on sleep was obviously something I was passionate about, but not just in a one-on-one -on -one setting, but just sharing what I knew. And so 
that was so exciting for me. We actually recorded that and had it um, on our website. And I think we maybe only sold like three because <laughs> I really wasn't focused on it. I really didn't know like how to talk to moms about like, oh, you should buy my newborn course. So I just kept taking one-on-one clients. Um, in 2017, we had our very first course, that newborn course. Um, we really started praying about like, hey, I think we could do this together. And then in 2017, if we want to cue some crazy music, <laughs> not really, but if I had some dun-dun-dun music, this is when I would do it. Um, I was absolutely chewed out from top to bottom by a grandmother. <laughs> now, I had experience in the couple years past that um, with grandparents, but this was like literally the first time that a grandma chewed me out. And I will never forget that. Um, thank goodness I had enough self-control to not slam the laptop, you know, and close it. Um, but it happened over Skype and it happened when I was meeting with a mom and her mother, the grandmother, was the daytime caretaker and had raised five children and told me how dare I ask her to have her I think he was like nine or 10 months old at the time. Her grandson should never cry. And how dare I tell her daughter that it was okay that her child would cry because she had raised five children and none of them had ever cried and none of them ever needed to be sleep trained. Well, that was just like the tip of the iceberg. She berated me on my age and on my experience, which she really didn't know anything about. And honestly, I just was speechless. I wish I could tell you I had some really amazing comeback. I didn't. I think that maybe God put like tape over my mouth because I probably wouldn't have said something very nice, but I was chewed out. And I thought I just kind of kept waiting for the mom who hired me to step in and, you know, stand up, but she didn't. She actually laughed. I'm not kidding you. Her mother chewed me out from top to bottom and she laughed. And I really knew at that point that this was not going to go well. And it didn't. It was actually a very terrible experience. Um, it, nothing worked because guess what? Grandma wasn't going to implement anything. Um, the mom didn't take it seriously. And it was extremely disheartening to me that somebody would, first of all, treat a stranger in that way. And if I could say what I say now to her and to that grandmother, um, I would politely in that exact moment, not I would just say we're done. This is we're not going to continue because obviously this is not going to happen. Um, but I remember when she was telling me about her five children who she got to sleep through the night, I really should have said, I understand that. And I respect the fact that you have five children who you did not have to sleep train. However, I've worked with hundreds of families and this is normal, that you have to teach your child how to sleep. So I don't know the background, if your children are still good sleepers or if they're terrible sleepers, but this is a thing and this is what I can do. And so this year, that year of 2017, is when I started to realize you cannot ever twist someone's arm. I think in those two years past, I was so focused on just getting clients and making it happen that I was just trying to go, 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 go and hustle, hustle, hustle. And in 2017 was actually the year I realized like, 
you know what? <laughs> there are people who I would love to work with. And there are people who I do have, I just don't want to work with you. And that was one of them. And so I am actually now stepping back. I am grateful for that experience because I started to learn that you can never, ever, ever force someone to make change. And so if you're listening to this and you have a friend who thinks that what you're doing is absolutely ridiculous, just know that you and I are on the same page. It is totally fine for people to not understand or care about what you do, but come 7 p.m. when you get to say, I'm done, my mom card is put away and I get to take care of myself, that is the gold, my friend. So just know that I'm with you. I will always, always, always stand with you. So 2017, that was quite the year. Um, but 2018 was awesome because that's when Chad and I started working together. Um, actually, someone told me the other day that they said they need Chad to come on Insta Stories more because they don't even like see him. And that's true. He's so behind the scenes. Um, he will probably never show his face on social media if he had it his way, but I'll get him on. So just, you know, mark my words. Um, but 2018 is when we started to do this all together. And this is when we launched our e-coaching programs. And this was a unique time because there, I had no business ever coming out in 2015, 16, or 17 with a program with a course. So there's a saying when you're a, a teacher, like in the classroom teaching, that it takes three years before you actually master something and before you become good. Um, and I remember that because my first three years in the classroom, I was throwing spaghetti at the wall to figure out what the heck I was doing. Well, I think that my first three years as a sleep consultant were kind of like that. I was all over the place. Um, I had a lot of success. I had amazing clients, but I was really just kind of going all different directions. And in 2018, I think I finally finally locked in to what I wanted to do and who I wanted to serve. And that was a huge turning point. And so many of you have been a part of my journey since then because this podcast launched in 2018. So not only did Chad and I start working together, but the podcast was launched. Um, it was also the time that I found my stride. And I say that because I began to realize that there are certain things that I don't really have any business being a part of. For instance, some email. You may have, um, you know, communicated with Chad over email, and there's a good reason for that. Um, because in early 2018, I got the most hateful email I have ever received. Um, and that came on the heels of the most hateful phone call I have ever been on. You see, I think God has really protected me and insulated me. Um, people are always sharing like, how, how do you do what you do? And you're around so much negativity about sleep. And I didn't realize that people were so polarized when it came to sleep training. Oh yeah, people are very polarized and people have very strong opinions. But for whatever reason, I just don't see that on social media a lot. And I think people just know that they obviously know what I stand for in, um, in my friend circles, but even in public, I don't hear a lot of that. So I'm grateful for that. But I remember it was like January, February of 2018. And I took a discovery call with a mom. And from the moment she answered, you know, when you pick up the phone and you're like, this isn't quite right. Something's wrong here. Um, the moment she picked up the phone, she said, hello. And I said, hi, this is Becca of Little Z Sleep. Is this so-and-so? Yes. I said, well, you have booked a 15-minute call with me and I'm here to talk to you about your child. Is this a good time to chat? And there was just something that she had an agenda for. And it was awful. 
um, I remember that I I had to stop myself from from like gasping because her situation was so bad. Um, they were waking up between 15 to 20 times a night and it was absolutely terrible. He was 15 or 16 months old. So this was not a baby. This was like borderline toddler. And um, and in the ways that I have always done, I treated it as all of my other phone calls. You know, even though it sounded pretty terrible, I just told her that, yes, I can help you. And this is what we can do together. And from our phone call, um, she had an agenda, like I said, and there was literally nothing that I could say to her because she was very upset at my pricing. Um, at the time, it was three ninety seven, I believe, for a three-week toddler one-on-one package. And when we hung up the phone, I got an email, not even I, because Chad read it. It was an email like an hour later about how how outrageously expensive I was, how this was never going to happen. And I didn't read it. Chad just told me some of the highlights. And he was basically like, you should not even put your eyeballs on this. Um, But her biggest things were um, just, you know, me. She was mad at me. And I started to realize that she wasn't really mad at me. I think she was just mad at her situation. And there was nothing in that moment in that phone call that I could do to help her. I think she just needed to vent. And so, you know, in 2018, I began to realize who my ideal clients were. And that's when I I really found my stride as who I am and what I represent. And I am incredibly grateful. I'm wrapping this up, by the way, in case you're listening Um, and you're like, Becca, you're hitting your 20 minute mark. I know. Um, But I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for you guys who are have been here with me. And you know, you know that what I stand for. You know that sleep can be a thing. You know that it's hard, but you know that it's worth it. And I am so incredibly thankful and grateful for you. Now, this year in 2019, um, it's been five months and I am astonished at our growth and where we are because these sleep e-coaching programs are exactly what I am, I'm going to talk about next week, Um, but they are my little baby. They are so amazing to have as a resource for you. And this has been so incredible is that through these four years of working, everything that I've done has led up to these e-coaching programs. So everything that I teach in these programs, it's like taking my four years of experience and bundling it into a very small priced package. And for that, I am grateful for the opportunity to help you make sleep a thing. So in these four years, so many highs, so many lows, I am thankful for the journey and I most look forward to seeing what in the world is going to happen in the rest of 2019 and into 2020. Who knows, but I am going to be here next week with you and I'm excited for that. So Thanks so much for being here today and listening to the story and the journey. I hope you got some little nuggets and takeaways. As always, go ahead and head on to iTunes and leave a review because I would love to know how you have been touched by this podcast and just by the work that we do here at Little Z Sleep. And I say we, that's me and Chad. Um, And I'm thankful, thankful for all the ways that this podcast reaches you all over the world, you guys. So awesome. All right, sweet dreams. See you next time.